Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome to the uncomfortable truth. First of all, if you are getting value out of this podcast, we'd appreciate if you would hit that like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Uh, it's a great time of year to share the love of Jesus, and that's all we're trying to do. Hey, uh, Ed, did you possibly wake up the day after Thanksgiving, roll out of bed, trying to get, get everything going, throw those pants on that fit last week, and go to buttoning things and... Near <laughs> that happen to anybody out there? Um, <laughs> it's it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and this is the second day in a row that I've been wearing jogging. Pants. <laughs> joggers, so they, joggers are real. That's exactly a real treat right. for for people who ate too much. They've right? got these things in the South called casseroles, and w- when you go to a Southern Thanksgiving. There's going to be about seventeen different yeah. casseroles. <laughs> that is so true. And is that that's a that's a South thing? Oh yeah. I, I, yeah, I would think so. But they might they might do it up where I'm, the where I'm the sure, settlers I'm came sure in. Some Southerns have moved north. They do it up there too. <laughs> green bean casserole, corn, corn, corn casserole, casserole, cornbread casserole, sweet potato casserole. Sweet is it's got seventeen different food items <laughs> in one yeah. dish, and, so you and might have all the food, things on your all plate. the food groups in one bite. Yes. Well, no, I think that every one of those foods have about your daily carb intake in just in just one that's sure true. do and then you have to get to the other 16 that's you true. know so that's that's absolutely right that's before you hit dessert that, <laughs> exactly. i saw a hack on the morning show the other day now they were there was there were women showing this hack but you know i mean we can use this too they just if if your pants don't fit you can slide a rubber band through the hole where your where your button goes and then <laughs> loop it through okay. to your to your whatever you call the the buckle or the uh, the knob or yeah, I, I don't even the know horn what you whatever yeah. you call it. Well, yeah. We might need some of those. You remember those super thick rubber bands? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> that might be what the guys need. That's the uncomfortable truth right there. That's yeah, it. Yeah. We're gonna jump right in. Obi's gonna open something prayer, and uh, Sean's on the mic today. Lord, we just thank you so much for bringing us here safely. We thank you for another Thanksgiving. Uh, Lord, we, we thank you for what that means to each of our families that we get to gather, um, you know, in a country like this, that it allows us to, to gather and celebrate you, um, is just such a blessing. And Lord, we thank you for our families, our friends. We thank you for this platform and Lord, we thank you for what it allows us to do to honor and glorify you with everything that we talk and do and say uh regarding this platform lord i pray for sean that uh he would bring the topic today and that it would honor you as well we pray that you'll just uh get us home safely and continue to be with our families through the remainder of this holiday season we love you so much and ask this in your name amen amen all right well so we were talking about how it's that time of the year again um uh, um i was watching a um a video last night and I sent y'all the video mm-hmm. and uh, it was yeah. of uh, the rock and he uh, 
had identified this guy who Dwayne, was a personal Dwayne trainer. Johnson, du- the Rock. Du- Dwayne Johnson, the Rock. Nice. Yep. Do you smell? What the rock? <laughs> you smell? What the rock is cooking? Yeah. Sorry, Sean. Go oh ahead. no, it's all good. Anyway, this this guy's a you know famous actor. I'm sure most of y'all know who he is, and um, he um, had uh, identified this guy. I'm not real sure how, but um, it, this guy who was a personal trainer and who was doing all kinds of um, you know charity work. Um, I think he was feeding battered. Uh, not feeding, but helping battered women mm-hmm. uh, who had uh, been through just uh, horrible relationship situations, had been, you know, abused and and this and that. And he had a little charity going for them. And, uh, of course, he was a trainer, so that's probably where he connected with The Rock. He told him he followed him on, on certain things. And, um, anyway, he showed up uh, at a movie theater. It had been all kind of uh, lined out. I, I, I don't know if it was by him or – um, uh, through his church, it seemed like he, because I remember the uh, in the video, The Rock was talking about how this guy was going to going to church and whatnot, and uh, I think a lot of his church members had orchestrated a lot of this deal, and The Rock ended up giving him uh, at the end of it, giving him his truck just to show his gratitude for everything that he had done, and so it. The subject for me today is generosity. And, uh, you know, it's the time of the year, Christmas time coming up. Everybody's buying presents and gifts. And, you know, and we're called as a Christian men and women to, to be generous and to uh, express our generosity. And, um, you know, what, what better way to do that than uh, to, to give away something that's valuable to you? The Rock, that was his truck, his, his own truck that, that he gave him. He didn't go buy a truck and give it to the guy. It was his truck that he liked. It was a, um, it was a Ford Raptor, uh, and I think those things are a brand new one's probably eighty, ninety thousand bucks, you know. And I thought that was really cool. I mean, uh, yeah. the guy just broke down on him, started crying, and and um, and you could tell that it emotionally hit the rock, you know, hit Dwayne Johnson, just kind of right, right square, and he could tell how how grateful the guy was. It was really neat, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway, it made me it made me think generosity would be a, uh, a a fantastic subject this morning. I was sitting here looking at all the you know, I don't know, sixty or seventy podcasts we've done. I didn't see generosity up there. Is it up there? I don't I, think I, it I, is. I know I know giving is. I see giving right there, but yeah, I don't think we've had a generosity yeah. conversation. Um so anyway, I want to read a Bible verse here. I got uh first John and it's uh first John three sixteen. It's not John 3.16, but 1 John 3.16. This is how we know what the love is, what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can they love God and be in that person? How can they how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. That is powerful. Um, I, you know, I, I think about all the times in my own personal life, whenever if I see somebody in need, um, one of the automatic things that I think, uh, so if it's somebody holding up a sign, my auto, my auto thought is that person is... Um, 
asking for money so they can go feed their addiction. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my, it's on autopilot all the time. That's what I'm automatically thinking. Um, and I, I think that's really the wrong way to think, you know, because that person might truly be in need. They might not be an addict. They might truly be in a situation where they have been thrown out into the street, uh, maybe by a family member. And I think it's our job to use our better judgment and um, go and buy that person some food or ask them if they need some gas or ask them if you can walk them through the grocery store. If you are somebody who is in a position to where you have enough, okay, and you are not struggling and you're not struggling to feed your family, but you truly have enough, and if you are not looking for opportunities to uh, to to plant those seeds and to, uh, to be, be a generous person, I believe it is a slap in God's face. Yeah. 1,000%. Well, that Bible verse says if anyone who has the world's goods and sees his brother in need yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? You sure. Know, it's like that's exactly what you're saying. You know, it's like if you if God has blessed you with the world's goods, according to First John, you know, and – you see someone in need. I think I think a lot of times we just struggle um with you know walking into every facet of life with an open and generous heart. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think I think that like <clears throat> for me it's uh I feel like I get I get into a situation sometimes where I have to have somebody point out to me that that person is in need. Um, you want social proof from someone else or I don't, it's not that I'm wanting it. It's that I'm not always looking for Uh, it. I got you. And, and, and it's like, whenever, whenever they bring it to my attention, I'm like, Oh yeah, let's help them, you know, Mm -hmm. but whatever it is, I mean, I, I just don't, here's what I think it is. Okay. Cause I, I struggle with this. Yeah. I think that we get in such a zone because of how we are and how our minds operate um, as uh, alpha males go out there, entrepreneurial, blah, 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 blah. I think we get in such a zone and what we're trying to get accomplished in life that we're, that we're distracted from, from the person that is truly in need. Right. I, I think that I know I'm guilty. Of like, that. like my wife is like her, her, her spider senses. I knew you were going to say that. Yes. I was waiting for it. I, I mean, don't know why. Her, her spider. You, you knew he was going to say spider senses? <laughs> I, I, spidey sense hopped into my mind before. Well, <laughs> hey, let me tell you why. So there's a little cartoon that has these little three Spider-Men yep. on it, and yep. Owen's on it right now, Okay, and they call it spidey senses. Yep. Yeah, okay. And, I'm with you. And so, like, you know, we watched it yesterday, and so Owen was like this one when I'm like the original Spider-Man, and Mom's like the girl, you know. So like, you know, we, 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 our spotty senses are on alert. So that's gotcha. why I said it. Yeah. But Amy's spotty senses are always on alert when it comes to someone in need, mm-hmm. and so she, so I'm, and I'm not saying this is right because I should be more aware. I should have more awareness when it comes to somebody that's in need, but she will come to me. Anytime those spotty senses, those senses, um, you know, come to light or she finds out about somebody 
and it's like, okay, hey, let's 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 figure out a way to help, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just my whole point was I'm not always on cue. Um, and, and I, and it's something that I need to work on. Sure. And and I do agree. You're probably right because we're so one track minded in our, uh, in our daily goals, you know, um, you know, we wake up, um, you know, a lot of us, you know, maybe have some quiet time with God and it's like, bam, let's roll. You know, it's almost like we're, whatever that happens, it's almost like we're failing to, um, to, Fulfill our purpose, well, you know, here on earth, right? To be the yeah. hands and feet yeah. of Jesus. That's right. No, um, yeah. Go, go ahead. Well, I, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say real quick. Um, you know, uh, it makes me feel guilty. You know, it makes me feel like, wow, you know, I've I've failed God in these certain areas. So I think it's important that we that we're praying um, daily for God to open our eyes mm-hmm. to these situations and to know when and where. Uh, to uh, to allow that generosity to to flourish into in our own lives and um, and for us to um, you know it's just I, I believe if we pray for it he'll he'll reveal those those moments to us to where it's not you know nothing against Obi but or you know any of us but uh, to where our wives aren't having to say hey look uh, that family's in need what, let's go help them what what can mm-hmm. we do and um, so. Yeah. Well, some two two cool things. So first of all, I'm in First John right now. Am I oh, reading each cool. morning, which is crazy? Um, <clears throat> a little side note about about John. John was one of the last apostles, most likely the last apostle living, that walked with Jesus in his writings. Many believe AD 68 at the earliest to AD 88 or 90. The cool part about that is, is for believers, First or John is a great place to go. First John to really see black and white how we should see the world as believers. Because if you go to 1 John 2, he lays out some very simple, easy-to-understand things, just like 3.16 there, about how we see the world, and it's ultimately how we should see the world through our relationship with the Lord. And that piece you mentioned about going to the Lord daily, if we started every day and focused throughout each day on, Lord, where... Can I make an impact for you? That's ultimately giving often. It may not always be money. It, it might be our time or right. our energy sure. or our um, willingness to help somebody, you know. But there's this beautiful connection that happens when we do that. When our heart is open to giving for the Lord, there's this natural reaction that returns to us of being fulfilled by the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's just really hard to describe. You know what's interesting? Do uh, I, I actually wrote a couple of those things down, and this just for me is just more proof of the amazing uh, God that we serve. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, and these are things you can look up. It has nothing to do with religion, but um, being a more generous person um, helps your physical and mental mental health, uh, mm-hmm. and um, it uh, helps you to be happier, uh, more positive. And uh, also, um, I guess, uh, here we go. I got some stuff written down here. Um, highly g- uh, generous people were less likely to feel a range of negative emotions, including hopelessness, depression, apathy, and anxiety. And so uh, I thought that was, that was really interesting. Also, uh, more generous people uh, are 74% more likely to have a higher self-esteem. And um, 
I thought that was also more interesting. So all of interesting. all of those things, uh, you know, mental health related. You know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty powerful. Yeah, it's super beneficial for your state of mind. I sure. think you know sometimes we get lost in the. So, yeah, that is the way God created us, man. Right, that absolutely. Is so, that is so cool. Abs- yeah, and I think I mean we're, for, we're we are fulfilled through generosity, mm-hmm. and and. and it's proven every day when you make that decision to be generous. Yeah. But sometimes we get lost in our own circumstances, like what you, what you guys were talking about. We're in our lane. We're just rolling, we're rolling, and it's not it's not a negative thing, um, but I it think can that's be. Kind of the beauty of, of marriage. <laughs> right. Your wife goes, "Hey, hey, baby, you just completely passed by that opportunity." They may not say it that way, but you know, right. did you see that? Yeah. You know, because. I've been around Amy. She's she's a very thoughtful person. She is a, in a lot of ways, she reminds me of Dad, our Dad. Yeah, always, always looking, looking to, to serve. serve. Yeah, always. And so it's a blessing that we have those people in our life because us four here, and I'm I'm top of the list. The devil resides in selfishness. Sure. Mm-hmm. And as entrepreneurs and and providers for our family, we can get that one track mind where all we're focused on is providing, and the devil's like, okay, let me pay, let me buddy up to you here, and let me yeah. get you in the wrong frame of mind. Yeah, stay so focused the, on what you got to do. Yeah, and keep don't pushing. See others. Yeah, when ultimately the ultimate, the ultimate uh, heart of giving is when God allowed His Son to die on the cross for our sins. I mean, that is the epitome of what we're really here for is to share that. So. You're exactly right. Um, you know, it, I listened to a sermon that Sean sent me last week, and uh, what's well, been on my mind all week, and I knew that it would correlate in some fashion to one podcast that we had. But mm-hmm. you know, you were talking about Sean about all the mental health aspects of uh, you know generosity and how it can how it can play into creating less depression, less anxiety, less. You know, since 2018, in this sermon, I listened to a statistic. In 2018, um, the, the I don't know if it's the Mental Health Board or the, the Medical Board of Directors or the MIB or what exactly it is, but they uh, their statistic read that there were 11% of Americans had some sort of anxiety or depressive disorder. Uh, in 2021, that statistic is now 41%. Mm. Uh, that's it's crazy. Three years, in three years, and largely because of COVID, I would imagine, people have gone from 11% to 41% in total. You know, these, these are just, uh, these are cases that have been documented, you know, Who's to, you know how? There's no telling how many others of mm-hmm. thousands of people have not been documented. Um, you know, but we're always looking for practical ways to help that. Mm-hmm. You know, and we talk a lot about mental health. You know, on our podcast, and um, you know, it's a topic that's close to my heart. I like I like to talk about it because I feel like it's literally the single most, um, the single. I would say topic that I feel like the devil just hits on everybody the most, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And, and uh, the amazing God we, we serve has a natural immunity to that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you it's know, being more generous. That's right. That's, that's one perfectly practical way to do it. Uh, I mean, to help with, 
if you're having anxiety, if you're struggling with mental health battles, you know, staying positive. What if it's just staying in a positive lane? You know, generosity aids in that, you know, and so. You guys ever listen to um, Earl Nightingale, The Strangest Secret? Yes. Okay, so it's a great one if you haven't, or even if you have to listen to again. It it's impactful in a lot of ways, but the thing that always stuck out to me that ties in great to what Ovi and Sean are talking about is he says it does the Lord. It doesn't matter what we plant in our brain. Okay. But whatever it is, it's going to grow. You know what I mean? So the devil, I don't remember how he words it. Basically you become what you think about all the time is is how he, yeah, it's how he spins. So if you're, if we're in a state of always, focusing selfishly on us and what's best for us and this and that that stresses me out that perpetuates into becoming what is in your reality reality yes and the opposite is true also when you begin looking outward and focusing on other people and you start growing that and you know in your mind and so i've lived that i mean i can tell you i've been on both sides of that and I know which one I like better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you know, continuing to hit on that, Brandon is, is in this sermon that I was talking about, it also talks about, um, you know, that, that we've got to, uh, you know, we've got to seek, seek the Lord daily, creating those habits uh, that are aligning ourselves more with Christ to where we're better, you know, more, more well-prepared whenever, um, you know, adversity strikes, trials come, you know, and we talk a lot about this and I, and I, and I don't want to beat a dead horse because I know that this is something we talk about regularly, but you know, something that I struggle with is things start going well, you know, you, you get into a season of things just kind of clicking, things are going well, you know, you're healthy, your business is running well without too many hiccups or speed bumps. And, and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, our human nature pulls us away from doing those things that we that we did, which for me was spending time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I was spending time with the Lord, and what this pastor talks about is how we we say we should, you know, we know what we should do. Mm-hmm. We know that we should get up start our day with Jesus and that we should, you know, be grateful every morning, doing everything that we need to do in order to uh, build that relationship with him to where we're more prepared for our daily and weekly and life's battles. But we can't look at it as if what we should do. We have to look at it as if we must. Mm -hmm. We must, and this is what stuck out to me. He's Mm -hmm. like, we must spend time with him every day must you you must do it and and that stuck out to me just because it's like I'll every time I backslide it's like well I knew what I should have been doing and I now I know you know and it's like and 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 now I should have been doing what I've been doing exactly exactly normally start doing you're beating yourself up Start doing it because of some challenge. That's right. Or some hurdle or some obstacle or some, just something out of the norm. And it's really backwards. It's totally backwards. And and I think that's (laughs) that key piece about praising the Lord when it's going good 
and hitting your knees, seeking him when it's going bad. Right. You know, and but you're always with the Lord. And it, and it's just, it, for, for whatever reason, I mean, it's just so difficult. Our, I don't understand why our minds go away from that whenever things are going uh, good. Because you know? we got a lot of distractions. Yeah. And, and I think that's where we get comfortable, too. Maybe, maybe now you more know? than any, any time in the history of the world. And, oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. You know, the, the bottom line is God left us a blueprint and that blueprint is the Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we will read Scripture daily, if we will pray and seek Him, you know, we're, we're going to understand that uh, being more generous is just a small part of that blueprint, and it's going to help us. It's going to help our well-being. It's going to help our, our mental mindset. You know, when we're planting seeds and we're doing what we're called to do and we're exhibiting the characteristics of Jesus Christ, we're going to be better off mm-hmm. in, in a major way. And... Um, a lot of people, they never figure that out, and it's really sad. It is. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, I pray that you pray and we pray for opportunities to glorify the Lord and to uh, help our mental health uh, by being generous to others. This is, you know, it's a great time of the year to talk about it. Um, but, it, you know, it also should be something that we're doing year-round. So I pray that uh, we would... We would uh, that would become kind of a state of mind for us and you out there listening. Uh, look for those opportunities to glorify Him through what He's given you. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, like, share, subscribe, help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.